This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Believe Podcast Network presents the FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. I am a soothsayer. Welcome in, folks, here on the Believe in FCS Football Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. And we're coming at you with an unexpected, not-so-typical guest episode. And today is a a special show that I want to kick things off with doing some of these guest podcasts with two guys that I've I've been wanting to sit down and have a a full conversation with about their podcast. And I, I had the chance to meet them about a month ago when I, I pitched them, bringing them on over to Believe. And, and that is the two guys with Walk On Radio, Ryan Humphreys and Dalton Mayer. Guys, how are you doing? How's the bye week treating you so far? It's good. Uh, it was much needed for sure. <laughs> you guys got anything fun planned for the bye week or are you just, you just going to crash and, and, and chill in, until next week? Because I, I remember when I was back in my day, we just kind of used that. My day it was two years ago. Uh, when I was playing, we just kind of used that as the time to sleep in and, and watch the football games on Sunday. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's hard with, uh, especially just coming off of the spring season too uh, and now playing in the fall. Man, uh, any any off days we get, we are pretty much doing nothing, just hanging out and uh, resting our bodies because uh, we, we've been pretty beat up with these two seasons back to back. So that's actually a really good point, and I, and I, I didn't want to jump right into that stuff, but you kind of lead into it already. You guys, out of any team in the country that played college football, you guys had to turn around from playing in the end of May and then immediately playing now in the fall. There were two, only two teams in the country that did that. Like, how is that? What was that offseason like transitioning? Like, was that, was that a mess in, in, in the sense where you just still felt like you didn't fully recover from that, from that time off? Well, it was it was definitely different. Uh, first off, because we were coming off of a national championship, uh, and so talk about being at an all time high. Uh, and you know, it was kind of a it was a it was a unique deal because we won the national championship. Kind of said our you know, hey, good job, and then they told us to get out of there uh, the next day. And so <laughs> we were we were away for about a month, uh, and then we came back and and kind of got summer workouts rolling, and then. From then, it was it was kind of just same old, same old, just the normal fall season. So it's definitely it has been a unique experience. Yeah, I, I can imagine that 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 turnaround must be difficult, and it's something that no other college football player is ever going to have to deal with again, unless we have another pandemic in the next hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully not. I, I want to get into though talking about this podcast and and how it came together. So for I don't know how much you you guys might know about Sean and I, but Sean and I started doing our own thing similar to walk on radio called get to the point when we were sophomores in college. And we were two idiots that didn't know a thing of what we were doing with technology, with hosting a show. We could barely talk on the mic without stammering and and stumbling through it. And it eventually led to our opportunity in, in hosting the Believe in FCS show. We were 
the first in our eyes to, to do it. And I was so excited to see that you guys were, were doing something so similar without us even, you know, really know, knowing that there, our paths were, were, were all on, on that kind of same track. So talk me through, like, what was that, that start? Like, the, how did you guys come up with that idea that, like, hey, we want to do a show and these are the steps that we're going to take to do it? So uh, I'm, a, I'm a film major here at Sam Houston, and uh, because I'm a film major, I'm part of the mass communication program. So and the way they do it is you have to take every class that involves mass communication. And one of them was a radio class. Um, and I had I always thank my professor, Professor Reed. Uh, he put me in this radio class and he let me we just run the radio station, the local Sam radio station. And uh, I kind of caught a knack for it. And I thought, well, this is really fun. This is uh, kind of easy. I kind of I want to do a, a sports podcast because I listen to podcasts all the time, uh, especially sports podcasts. So I knew that, man, this is something we could try for fun. And uh, I wanted to find a teammate that I could do it with. And I had the idea of walk on radio already in my head. And I kind of knew that I wanted Humphreys to be my partner. Um, it's, it's a, we always talk about the funny story. Uh, we've known each other since we first started here at Sam, but we were our first roommates in the summer. But we didn't really talk to each other. But I knew who Ryan was and his personality and how much he liked and loved football. And I knew that he could talk and uh, be on the radio. So I asked him to do it with me and it kind of took off. And uh, like, like y'all did, I mean, we kind of just sat in front of a computer, turned on GarageBand and started talking. <laughs> and if you listen to the first couple episodes, it's uh, it's a little rough where we were trying to bounce off of each other. But as we kept doing more and more episodes and, uh, you know, we get, get in with Believe and get some more equipment, it just started growing from there. And then, uh, you know, we have the hats on, we started making hats and, it was just a really cool thing. I, something that I thought was just going to be a fun little thing, maybe for like a semester, ended up being something that potentially we could do long term if uh, if it keeps working out like it is. So it's been really fun, and uh, I'm glad I picked Humphrey to be my partner. So were you? It sounds like you guys weren't super tight before that. So I, I mean, same thing with Sean and I. Me and him actually hated each other our freshman year. We, me and him didn't get along very well, and we used to to get into it with each other. But we ended up living together. And that was what led to us doing it together because we we're the only two people that were passionate about this stuff. So, like, were you guys just not really that close, and it just kind of developed into something different from from doing the show? We just we we didn't really have the same friend group uh, at okay. the time, uh, and so obviously we knew each other because we were in the same freshman class in, on the same football team. But it wasn't like a, it was more like a just a in passing relationship, not really a, a friendship. Uh, and then we got a little closer. You know, we both were obviously walk-ons. Uh, you know, we're, we're redshirting our first year. And so we kind of got closer that year. And then obviously everything that's happened with walk-on radio, I feel like we've we've built a pretty good relationship. Now, that's, that's fantastic stuff to hear. And I, it sounds like that you've just been going with the flow in terms of growing this thing and, and seeing what opportunities come your way. But, like, now that you have this this back support that we're giving here at believe when when i reached out to you guys and uh you have the opportunity to keep doing this like what are your guys' goals with this like what, what do you want to where do you want to take this is this something that you are mostly just looking to turn into something fun that you can do on the side with your with your regular jobs kind of like what sean and i do or do you want to take it even further than that i mean it's kind of a question of what if uh, like we like you said we started it just kind of having fun um, but it, it's been growing. I know me and Humphreys have been talking about starting video and maybe doing like a YouTube channel. So, you know, I think video is the next step for uh, our podcast. Uh, we just announced today that we're doing a live show at one of our local restaurants in Huntsville. So it's just little things. Uh, there's the big question of what if, what do we want to do when we're done? Um, of course, there, 
going to be the question when me and Humphreys eventually are done playing football. What are we going to do after that? Are we still going to be able to do the show? So we still have a lot of things that we need to talk about and do. But, you know, if, if we can keep going and this keeps growing, I, I would love to keep doing it. Uh, you never know what could happen, but uh, I'm excited to see what happens. And I, I would say that it's it's already gone farther than Dalton and I probably would have imagined. Uh, again, this was kind of just a, an on a whim type thing and it's, it's done really well. You know, it's, I guess we're a little over a year now, last, last July would have been the year mark. So I guess coming up on a year and a half, but you know, it's just, it's really been, it's really been a blessing. Just all the, all the people that, that tune into our show and, and the stuff with believe it's just been really, a really cool experience. Yeah, I'm really glad that we can help support you as much as you guys, uh, you know, as possible. And when you have questions about video and you want to start that up, shoot me a text. I'll help you guys out with that because that's that's my forte right now, I believe. But uh, we'll save that for after the show. I, I want to talk more about that live event because I, I saw that on Twitter and I got juiced up when I saw that. And, and it made me think like, God damn it. If, if Sean and I could have done something like that when we were uh, doing our show, but we were limited, no one would have willingly paid us to, to show up and do a show because of nil stuff so how did that come together and, and like what is kind of like what, what are the details of the event so so some of the listeners can check it out if they're nearby yeah so i i actually eat at this uh i call it a food truck but it's really it's a permanent like it, it's it's in like a little park thing in huntsville texas uh called arnods and it's a cajun place and it's open wednesday to saturday uh, they actually drive back and forth from Louisiana. So it's it's the real deal. Uh, but I eat there pretty much like once or twice a week. And so I've gotten to I've gotten to know the owner and uh, he's a big, big football fan. Uh, our offensive line actually has an NIL deal with our nods. Uh, and so he's super familiar with with football. And he kind of approached me one day and was asking, you know, what's this what's this walk on radio stuff I keep hearing about? So I told him all that. And he he was really the one with the idea of like, you know, what if you guys did a live show uh, and we we had people out, we, you know, promoted it on social media, made like a like a meal special. They're calling it the walk on special uh, that night. And so I don't know. I, me and Dalton have, have bounced around a lot of ideas, but we are definitely excited about that. Yeah, I think that's also the cool thing about Huntsville, Texas and Sam Houston is it's a small community. So there's a lot of support. Uh, like, he's, like he said, Arnaud's approached us. And also we're getting help from uh, the local Huntsville radio station, Rob Hitt. He's going to help set us up and he's been a big fan. He does the play-by-play -play for the Bearcats. So just having people around Huntsville support us, it's been able to help us grow and give us opportunities like this one. That's great. That's that's awesome to hear. And, and I think that's like one of the things that comes out with NIL is – you, you find out all these people that are willing to support in ways that you guys are talking about. And, you know, what other ways have, have you guys maybe noticed some of the benefits of NIL or, or some of the things that just in general, like what are your thoughts on that stuff? Because it kind of got thrown at everybody. It, it kind of got thrown in everyone's face before anyone could really figure out what was going on. Well, I, you know, first off, seeing our hats around town is, is a cool, uh, how, how many of those have you sold? You don't need to give me an exact number. Is it a lot? I feel like a lot of people are uh, buying probably those. what don't like 50. Yeah. Damn, um, you guys are cleaning up. Yeah. Now and in the beginning, we, we gave a lot of freebies away cause we, you know, we're trying to trying to promote our brand, but, uh, I, I always tell this story cause I think it's awesome, but we have a pretty strict dress code uh on away games you know no it's got to be sam houston gear uh 
And when Walk On Radio started, you know, selling these hats, everybody's talking about it. Our head coach, Casey Keeler, actually gave the okay to uh, wear Walk On Radio gear on the road. So that's that's pretty neat. I thought that was a cool gesture. That's fantastic. That's awesome. I don't. I I would hope to think that my head coach, Coach Flem, would would do the same for us. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if every coach in the country would. That's <laughs> that's awesome to hear. Uh, so I want to get to talking about what brought you guys to Sam Houston. Before I get to that, though, I just want to tell our listeners to check out Bet Online College Football Full Swing right now. And if you're going to be betting, you need to head on to Bet Online. Is that as always? Bet Online is your number one spot for all of your pro and college football action this season. The new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all of your uh, football action. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code Believe to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for you on the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the sport, sorry, where the game starts. All right, guys, thank you for bearing me with me on that. Uh, so I want to talk about Sam Houston, though, and what brought you guys there. Being a walk-on is is definitely a, a unique circumstance. And I, I don't know if a lot of our listeners really know this, but I was a preferred walk-on. I was not on scholarship until I started my first full season. Sean was a walk-on the entire time, and he was a preferred walk-on. What made you guys decide, I want to go play at Sam Houston, and I want to be a walk-on? Well, I, you know, my deal was I, so I had a lot of, I had a lot of different opportunities coming, coming out of high school. I was, I was pretty talented baseball player, pretty talented uh, hurdler uh, and, and obviously, you know, a talented football player. And so I had lots of options, but my passion was definitely football. Um, and, you know, I had, I had a ton of smaller schools uh, reach out to me, just, just things like that. But I, I felt like I was, I could I could do bigger. I, I had bigger I had bigger aspirations, and there's nothing wrong with D two, D three, JUCO, any of that. But but I I saw myself at a bigger program, and when when Sam Houston, um, you know, gave me the opportunity, and, and opportunity is a perfect way to put it because it's it's definitely not a guaranteed thing. Obviously, as you know, as a former walk on, but you know when I when I got that opportunity, it was an easy decision for me because. Personally, I felt like I just needed my foot in the door uh, and the rest would, would take care of itself with hard work and dedication. Uh, and, and, you know, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I'm on the same boat as Humpa. Uh, I didn't have a lot of offers coming out of high school, a couple D3s. And uh, the two big ones for me was a preferred walk on to Sam Houston or Texas State. And uh, I just saw Sam Houston. And I saw an opportunity to play and I, and I wanted to play on the Division One level. So uh, I took the walk on here. Uh, and it was a rough road the first couple of years. Uh, I was like telling the story that I was negative 10 for my first year and I still have the jacket that I wear today with negative 10 on it. Uh, and it was a lot of work, especially for me and Hump being on the scout team. But uh, I think we learned a lot from it. Uh, I got a lot better playing scout team, playing against this defense every day, uh, going as hard as you can. And uh, eventually, because I was doing good on scout team, they put me uh, on special teams. And ever since then, I've been playing special teams and playing tight end. So I just knew I wanted to play uh, Division One football, and uh, Sam Houston was the best place to do it. So, talk a little bit about this—you uh, know—the atmosphere there, being in that locker room and on this team. Sam Houston right now seems to be one of the untouchables at the top, one of the one of the teams that are 
especially coming off the national championship that you guys won. One of the remaining undefeateds, I, th- I think I saw today, Sam Houston football put out, you guys have like the active, most longest active streak or something along those lines. What is it like being a part of that winning tradition? And, and it almost, the year before was not up to the level where we've seen in the spring and right now. It seems like you guys took off like a total rocket and you've been soaring high since since the spring season. So like what is that atmosphere been like in the locker room man it's it's i would say that a winning tradition has always been a very relevant topic uh, with sam houston especially after the decade that that sam houston has had but the difference in now and when me and dalton first got here i would say is just the locker room itself uh you know you we've always had great players uh that that's no that's no secret but I think now there's just so many people in the locker room that want to see each other succeed. Uh, Good players, role players, you know, walk-ons, whatever it may be. Everyone, everyone just wants Sam Houston football success. And we, we all get along. We all hang out outside of football. We all go out to eat with each other. We all watch the games with each other. And I think, I think that that was really apparent in the spring season because there's obviously we had some back against the wall moments uh, in in that run. And I think that, that what got us over the hump, what got us over some adversity was how close tight knit of a group we were. Yeah. I think uh, Sam Houston was always a winning program, but we were, we were just a few players short every year uh, before we got here. And then uh, of course we bring in coach Parker, our, our new strength coach and coach who's on our dietitian. And it just kind of started picking up. And I think in the spring, the thing that we had is we had an edge, like Hump talked about. There was just a lot of stuff going on with COVID. Uh, we didn't have a field house because we were rebuilding it. So we had to bring our, our pads into with our cars. We had a snowstorm in Texas, which when does that ever happen? And so just all this stuff in the spring kind of made us this underdog. And then going through playoffs and, uh, you know, you saw on Twitter, you saw on social media, Every week it was like, well, Sam Houston had a good run, but it's over now. They're playing North Dakota State. It's over now. They're playing James Madison. They did good, but they, they're playing South Dakota State. So we always had a chip on our shoulder. And I still, I think we still do, being the number one and knowing that everyone's coming for us and there's a target on our back. We have to be able to c- compete at the same level because we want to try to do it again. And you, you talked about some of that that adversity that you dealt with. And, and coincidentally, I ended up talking with your punter, um, Matt McRobert, during the offseason after the national championship a little bit about this stuff and he was mentioning what you just talked about where you you had to carry your pads and there was no real locker room but not to mention the fact that you're dealing with some serious hurdles of covid what was the spring like for you guys and the trajectory and the and the hurdles that you had to go through on that path to win a national championship it was exhausting um, there, there was, there were so many things outside of actually playing football that it, itself, that it was, it was probably the most mentally draining season that I've ever been a part of. Uh, now what got me and us through that was just kind of leaning on each other and, and just knowing that, Hey, we've got, we've got a shot at something real special here. Um, it's just another bump in the road and we're, we'll, we'll figure it out and, and we're going to make this happen. Yeah, I remember in the fall when we first started Walk On Radio, we were kind of talking about it, and all of a sudden the fall season gets canceled, and we're like, okay, well, we're going to try to play in the spring, but we don't even know if we're going to be able to play in the spring. And then the opportunity came, and we knew we had to take advantage, and it was just really stressful. It's it's hard having to wash your pads and your clothes every day at home, but uh, 
I'm glad we got to do it, and I'm glad we kind of had that chip on our shoulder the uh, the whole season. Now, looking back at it, though, it makes it makes the whole run that much more special, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything about it. Right, right, and and I think that all that stuff you guys went through it, it it's made you guys probably a lot tougher than some of these other programs that already had all those pre-established resources. It's it's not easy going through something like that, and then nonetheless to to win a national championship. I, I, I for that reason, I find it so crazy that some people still undervalue you guys when ranking uh, in the top top five right now. There's other teams that are just getting pushed ahead because they've played a, another ranked team already. But we're we're just at the halfway point. There's a lot more that has has left to be played for this season. If you wanted to quiet any of those doubters, what would you guys say? Why do you guys think that you're, uh, you know, the deserving of of what you should be getting in terms of that recognition, and and why you should be, in my eyes, the favorite uh, to be repeating? Well, listen, I've got a lot of things to say, uh, but <laughs> I, I'll I'll leave it at this. Um, you know, you you always hear talk about you know, that national championship should have an asterisk by it. Uh, and to that, I say, hell yeah, it should have an asterisk by it. And that asterisk to say that it was the toughest national championship that's ever been won. Uh, not only because you beat the eight out of nine, def- eight out of nine time defending national champs, not only because you uh, overcame a 21 point lead uh, at halftime to the other team that had won a national championship in the last 10 years, not only because you you beat the number one overall seed uh, in the national championship, but because of everything else we mentioned, COVID, no, no, uh, no facilities, no the ice storm, uh, just just all these different things. So, hell, yeah, put put an asterisk by it. I, I want there to be an asterisk by this national championship. Yeah. And if you watch the national championship game, I mean, our quarterback, Eric Smith, was getting beat up the entire game. He And it's funny. He has his face mask at his house and it's the bent face mask from when he got hit. And so it's not like the, the game was easy either. I, I, they were running all over us towards the end of the game. We had to make a, we had to make a fourth quarter you know, run to the, to the end zone. So it's, it was a hard game. It was the hardest playoff run, I think. And uh, you know, we're still doing it now this season. So uh, as long as we keep it rolling, there's no reason that we shouldn't be number one. All right, guys, that's fantastic stuff. And, and that was all I really had for you guys today. Appreciate you coming on to, to talk a little bit about your, your path so far in the, in the show. Where can everybody find your stuff if they haven't already been tuning in? So uh, follow us on Twitter at Walk On Radio and then on Instagram at Walk On Radio. Uh, we're having a live show this week at our Nodge. We're going to post some more information about that. Uh, you can listen to our podcast anywhere, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, or, of course, on the Believe Podcast Network. And, uh, of course, buy our hats. And uh, and uh, you'll see us on Twitter if you want to follow me and, and Pump's personal Twitter and Instagram pages. Yeah, go buy one of those hats. They're pretty kick-ass. I, I'm an idiot for not putting it on and, and matching with you guys, but uh, it's, a, it's a great hat. I'm glad I bought it. <laughs> but, uh, folks, make sure you go check them out and also hit subscribe on this show as well to stay up to date on everything going forward. Let's talk to you soon, folks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.